Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. Well, watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Hello. Hello. Clear. Bring home. Three wide. Coming to the line. Door. Clear. Turn it up, Matthew. You don't want loud enough. Mm. I know. I love that intro. Who's screaming at the end of that? Del Come G. on, man. You Your should boss. know that voice. I think that's Stillner. He just recorded really? it. Really? <laughs> like you spotted the guy for like 25,000 years. You should know. That was Dale Jr. doing that? Yeah, dude. Oh, nice. That was the Daytona 500. Wheel. Okay. All I heard after that is we're going to burn this thing down. That's all I heard after the Daytona 500. Did he burn it down? Uh, well, not Burned literally. Down not literally. Did this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get for to that sure. One. Anyway, so I'm here in person. Welcome back. Welcome wow. back yeah. to your own podcast. Thanks you guys for having me as a guest. Where have you? Been, where have you been? Why have you missed so many shows? Well, this all started off with with Dell Jr. deciding he wanted to record in our time slot. Yeah. So that I blame partially Dillner for that letting it happen. Um, you know. And uh, Jason's not here right now. I was looking for the baby sound effect here. (laughs) Yeah, what you could push is a throw up. Just hit the throw up one. No, no, that's tick, tick, ticking. So anyway, tickling. Yeah, Del Junior decided he was wanting to record in our time slot, and no one's to say no, Del Junior. This is more important. That's what that's what you would have (laughs) heard. That's what he's hearing. (laughs) So it's Del Junior's fault you missed for the last two months. Uh, I missed. I missed two. One and a half. Now you know how I felt all summer when I missed a few shows. Yeah. All I got wow. was crap. Yeah, uh, it's listen. <laughs> I actually we can just blame Dale Jr. Right? Hashtag blame Dale. Yeah, yeah your popularity is going to go down <laughs> big. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of is. I want to record at nine. Well, they record. I don't care. He's kind of a big deal. We're bigger. When your name's on a building, <laughs> it's your, you guys are bigger physically. We were bigger. Yeah, yeah we're I don't bigger. Know. We got you? millions. Well, Casey Hames is here. Thank you. Our lovely Just host. Like to get credit for this. Well, okay, nah, Jason is here. here. Three in a row. Schultz, uh, Schultz is like the the absent person. Where is Jason? We He's never got York. some sort of conference or something. You know, oh, yeah. I don't, I've never met somebody that doesn't work for like an actual PR for, that goes firm that goes to conferences yeah. like every three weeks. That is That's weird. True. We're gonna have to question that when he gets back. I wonder if and it's like a code word. And they're always at like a beach or somewhere. Oh, conference. I wonder if it is a code word. Hey, Jason, how was your conference? How was your conference? Do you think he's been to a strip club yet? <laughs> K- 
Casey, what? go for the jugular. Uh, like, it's literally. a shoe show. We keep it's it politically show. correct on this yeah, show. I mean, Brett Griffin is the picture of political correctness. Yes. I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> well, you, you remember he's never been the one, right? Okay, so let's ask you she's this question. She's getting ready for that bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, Your bachelorette gosh. party is in three weeks. You're going to Nashville. Magic Mike. You've got a couple mm. restaurants picked out. you got a couple bars picked out. Do you have a shoe show picked out? Shoe show. I am actually not planning it. So have I you, told my when, sister. When is the last time you went to a shoe show? You're skirting this answer. No, I swear. I told my sister I don't want to know anything right, about so, this. So you don't just lie. tell me what to wear. Okay, so looking back, when is the last time, don't lie, that you went to a shoe show? I've only been once. In your life? Yes, in what, college. What? Thank God, this is disappointing. You're 31 oh, years old. I'm not 31. <laughs> that was like four years ago. How old did you say I was? 31. No. Wow. 32. Uh, do I look 32? Yes. I am about to go and get some like Take work done. And go beat his, you know what? Are you serious? So you were in college. You went to a shoe You're show. Having a fight, TJ. <laughs> that's that's get the off. worst time to go to a shoe show because you're broke. You got to go to a shoe show when you got some money. <laughs> Which one of us is going to pull her off his neck? <laughs> <laughs> you're the closest. You got this. I'm backing up. I have responsibility. I'm letting it go. I can't believe that she's over 30 and has only been to a shoe I'm show once. I'm not even 30. I'm not even close to 30. I'm not buying it. I mean, I'm kind of close a, to 30, but I can pretend. I'm going to look you up on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Wiki that case. Gosh, Haynes. are you serious? Okay, that's clear the air. Come on. What? Clear I'm 28. Well, I'm going uh, to call. That's close enough. Natalie and who's going with you? Your I'll sister. Nat- Natalie's probably never been to Natalie's one. probably at a shoe show now. <laughs> We're going to find some people. i got to find some people in your bachelorette party. Yeah. In my bachelorette party? My yeah. sister. Both my sisters, actually. Yeah. The, are they, the, are they the both soccer 21? player? Uh, soccer player. Mm. They're both soccer players. Your sisters yeah. are probably really fun, 24, right? 24, 25. I'll bet they were with well, they're way younger within than the you. last month. <laughs> you are. Literally. Like, I don't even know what to say to you right now. We're <laughs> That's not That's the friends. best part. We are You're going to be the old housewife. I'm not old. <laughs> Do I need, like, Botox or something? What are you trying to say? Hold on. Don't move. I- I'm just suggesting <laughs> that you and Chad don't take a lot of time, you know, <laughs> When you get to close to thirty-five, it it can be that dirt that dirt track stuff isn't going to be good for that skin. Yeah, it can be risky for pregnancy, so you need to hurry up. Yeah, how long are you going to wait? How long the girl are you gonna... even married yet, and you're trying to pop a baby? Know, in there. Yeah, how long are you going to wait? Can't wait real long. Where's that sound at? How long are you going to wait for this? Oh God, man, the sound effects are coming. I back I think our last week. conversation that we had was um, Chad said he wanted another dog. And I said, so n- no kids. And Claudia. Like, so the dog Claudia. comes, Claudia comes, Lindo the dog comes another first in victory we're, lane. We are not getting the another dog. The dog comes first in victory lane. And now the mm-hmm. dog comes before. He, he might as well just marry a dog. Could you, you imagine dog? walking into Chad's house and him going, hey, Susan and Claudia, y'all come here. <laughs> yeah. Is, do you have a dog named Linda? And around runs these two Who's dogs. Who's Linda? And you'd be like, well, where's Susan well, and Claudia? So that's what he said. Um, Who is Linda? He Tim. said he wanted another dog. Yeah. And I said, what would you name it? And he said, Claudia first. I was like, Claudia? He's like, or Linda. I was like, seriously? That's like that's like um, the Young and the Restless like type name. <laughs> well, General Susan's Hospital. not exactly like. Linda, come eat your pu- dinner. Oh, that, uh, come Linda? eat your pudding. Yeah. Linda. I don't know. Take it up Linda, would you like a pepperoni? Everybody <laughs> loves his name. Everybody loves Susan. Like that pepperoni? name is perfect. Linda. But I don't know how I feel about Linda. And we are not getting another dog. I told him, okay, well, oh what about God. a kid first? And Ooh. then the conversation ended. So he, what did he say? You know why? Because he, when he sees that kid conversation come up, 
all that sprint car stuff. New engines, new <laughs> chassis go. No. The schedule goes. He races a lot more. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm thinking next year. So do we need to like put some pressure on Chad here? Can we start get maybe? How come, let's get married yeah, let's first. Start, okay, guys. Let's start tweeting Chad. Just maybe. don't cut your hair. Tweeting Chad saying, Chad, you'd be a great dad. I don't know. You guys should. That's a great idea. No Linda. That's a don't great cut idea. Hair. No Linda. Kids. Linda. Not dogs. Kids. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Do y'all have any have nieces or nephews yet? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Chad's sister has two nephews and yeah. loves them. They get to hang How old are they? Uh, three well, and... That's fun age. Yeah, three and just turned two. Mm, good. So... All yeah, right. prime age. Is but he, he gets, he's that person that's like, is if he, he starts crying, that? he can you're give about, him back. You're about to be over to prime. If your kid's Excuse crying me? at three, you got problems. I am not that old. They don't cry at three. Yeah, You just really said you're not that old. Just say I'm not old. They cry at three, at but only all. when they don't get I what they want. I can't believe you thought I was You're, you're one third life, Mark. You are you are way. You just look at him though, and then say, "Man, the, the, the popsicle sticks are crossed, man." In that X, you're isn't halfway it, through isn't life. Isn't it funny so how, how you ladies are? I mean, if you think so about it, you're, you're definitely because at the one third mark. So hard to don't work so hard. Just do like us, grow well, up. You facial literally hair. thought I was like way older than I am. When guys get old and fat, they just grow out facial hair to cover it up. Look at me. Mm, that's what not, we do. I don't think that's gonna happen for me. No, no. There's pills for that now. You can like take testosterone and change your whole dynamic of your body that God gave you. All right. Geritol. <laughs> BS section. Oh, this you was a good BS section. This was the BS section. I mean, literally suck. We have planned out your bachelorette no, party. No, you better make it up for me to me by planning something real great in Nashville. <laughs> we for just me. planned our retirement yeah, party. We just planned your bachelorette party, a kid, and your retirement. And your four hundred one k. You're done. Your You're senior, ready. Your senior living is going to be very close to your kid. Can, can you get her that up. senior citizen discount at Tootsie's? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. We're good. So when you go into Tootsie's, it's a really weird feel during the day. Really, any time. The downstairs Depends is really narrow. <laughs> downstairs is really narrow. Upstairs kind of widens out, but there'll be three totally different bands all day. Yeah. Tootsies is fun. You've is never been Nashville? to Nashville, right? No, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Tootsies. All right. Well, you better set Tootsies up some Orchid VIP Lounge. treatment or something to make up for this little conversation we it's just had. It's not a strip club. You'll be doing the, a shoe the Tootsie Roll. Let see that Tootsie Roll. That's a good one back in the day, too. That was. That was. It was. I don't know, but it ain't told. Is it? it ain't the butterfly, it's the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> like cotton candy. Brand new dance, y'all. Cotton candy. Every week I've had another song stuck like in my head all day. Sweet of you. Let me see the Tootsie Roll. Can you do the Tootsie Roll? Yeah. yeah. Not you. I don't hear to see you do it. <laughs> I eat Tootsie Roll. What does that look like? You, when you, when you, you bring you? your legs in like this? Oh, yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. You got a guy out in the lobby doing a Tootsie Roll. Okay, Casey. no, we're Come not doing this. Here's your stage. No, roll. Actually, no, not this week. Why don't you stand on this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old, and apparently he's going to say I'm yeah. fat next, so I might break it. Very brittle. You better not. <laughs> you. I love you. No, not happening. Time you better to... make up to me. Make it up. What time did you go to bed last night? Seven. No kidding. <laughs> she had warm milk. Watch Murder She Wrote. Yeah, and I was in. gonna say yeah. that sounds like a great night. Hallmark really? movie. What'd you no, watch? The Waltons and call it a night. <laughs> it's been up since five. <laughs> I bet she has no idea where the Waltons are. I There's do. No Little House on the Prairie. Well, no apparently way. I'm old, so. Hmm. 
Good night, John Boy. This podcast is going really well so far. Yeah, okay, let's head into spot on, spot off before I kill Good night, John Boy. Good night, Casey. All right. Good night, TJ. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, Casey. Oh, she can't hear you. She's old. What is that on your... You are not helping. What is that necklace? Is that the one with the button you push if you fall? I fell and I can't get up. Don't worry, she's tethered with her headset. We're good. We got oh, it. Oh, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are so rude. I'm just okay. Kidding. Whatever. Spot. I don't on, think you look up. old. Him on the other. She's hand. gonna be in that sequel commercial. To Where's the beef? Remember them old ladies? <laughs> Literally suck. You suck. Oh. All right. Spot on. Spot off. Harvick ordered by NASCAR to not damage car during post race celebration. Brett. I want to ask TJ a question before I say spot on, spot off. Have you ever heard them order the winner to not damage his car during celebration? No. We've been, and we've called for that forever, too, because of the quarter panels and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think, do you know where what this hap- what this came from? I think it came from last week. I think Chase got on the roof and it dented the roof down. Um, I think it dented the roof. This is just my, I have no idea really, right. but I saw him. He actually got on the roof of the car yeah. on the front stretch, and I actually saw the roof dent, which, I mean, guy won his first race, man. I used to think it was awesome when they get on the roof. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, I, I did. Um, like the sprint car guys, they get out and climb up on the wings. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I miss them getting up on the roofs and stuff, but I can, that's a very important area now for air. Um, maybe not so much at a road course. Um but a place like Michigan for sure. And, you know, if, if they see something like that, you can get away with it and it could possibly help your car a tremendous amount. I could see where some people might manipulate something, but never heard that before. They didn't order him to not do a burnout. So the race ends, and as soon as the race ends, NASCAR came over their channel, which all the spotters listened to, and said, tell the driver, do not, this is a NASCAR order, do not damage the car during the victory celebration. They didn't say don't do a burnout. They didn't say what to do or not to do, but they said do not damage the car. I got to say spot on because we've been talking yeah. all year about how you can win a race and, and destroy the car. And they lined a bunch of them up. Yeah, they, they lined, lined a bunch of us up. 20. Yeah, the top 20 were lined up by the grass. This wasn't the top five or whatever. This was the top 20. So they were making a pretty statement. Con- a statement like, hey, we're going to start, we're going to check some stuff here. It was different. Which, what did they do when they lined them up? I don't know. We were... We were. I was in an elevator. Yeah, by the time and, then, and then a tunnel, <laughs> and then a tunnel. But here's yeah. my here's my whole thing. Here's my question: Is this a Jim France move? Is this Jim France walking in and going, "There's a new CEO in town, and we're done with all this integrity of the wind being being jeopardized because you guys are destroying these cars. We're going to make sure the crust panels are intact. We're going to make sure the roofs aren't damaged. We're going to make sure when we roll through templates that you can't just say, well, I won the race and celebrated. That's why this is skewed. It's actually an order from NASCAR. Do not screw up your car. I agree with TJ. Chase Elliott's first win, give him a pass, especially at a road course. If he's at Bristol, give him a pass. The roof of the car ain't going to win him the race there. It's not going to do it at Martinsville. But at a place like Texas, at a place like Michigan, at a place like Indy, Daytona, it's a a big deal arrow-wise. There is no, there is not one percent of me the spot off for them telling us to do this yesterday. But I think the week the drivers now have to go. What is a celebration? I think Harvick later pulled off a great celebration. I mean, we see these guys going in the stands. We see him doing all these things. Kyle Busch does his little bow. I think they have to come up with their own celebration that in, yeah. that involves not screwing up the the race winning race car. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm spot on for them stepping up here, saying, "Hey, 
you know, this is how it's going to be here. I don't know where it came from, um, but I'm, I'm for it. I do like the – I wasn't a big fan. The first time somebody blew the tires, I was like, whoa, that was cool, you know, and it was pretty neat. And then I realized that they were doing it to rip the quarter panels off the thing on purpose sitting there. There's nothing – they literally would sit there and burn out and just, hey, until they heard – then they'd pull in. And we've seen them hit the wall during burnouts. Yeah. We've so, seen them do a lot of things to help – potentially cover I mean, there's up. guys that yeah, I can see. There's first-time winners or guys that I can see celebrating a win and hit the wall by accident for sure. You know, i can just excited, you know. Um, but if he won seven races like Harvick. Yeah, I mean. I thought it was cool what he did with his son, though, with Keelan. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I saw the whole celebration. He didn't do anything but take the side glass out and set his kid in there. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I – great for that kid i mean i when my dad won races in in the mid 80s i would ride around with him in it on his car and it was a dirt modified but i would ride around with him on the car back to the pit area back then and and um man it's i'll never forget it and this kid's probably never gonna forget this no. you know so right. and that it was a great moment i mean it was fun. <laughs> he was excited he looked kind of like well what am i doing here but he held on to the flag good Larson says he'll keep his mouth shut about his love of dirt racing when comparing it to his NASCAR goals. Spot on, spot off, TJ. Um, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of spot off because I like hearing Larson talk about the outlaws because that's where he came from. Yep. He he came from racing sprint cars and dirt cars, and I think it actually combines the two a little bit. There's a there's a correlation between NASCAR fans and sprint car fans a little bit. You know, when you have a guy, maybe some of them will come over to our races and watch Kyle race, you know, and vice versa. Maybe, you know, if you've never been to a dirt race, they're fun. They're a lot of fun to go to. An outlaw race is a good time. And that's what he's grown up around. That's what he likes. I mean it just doesn't mean he doesn't like doesn't like racing the cup car. Obviously he wouldn't be here if he didn't like it. Right. Um so but I, I you know I, I think it's neat that he goes back and forth with both. Two sayings come to mind. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't forget where your bread's buttered. And right now, NASCAR is the hand that feeds him, and that's where his bread bu- bread's buttered. That's where he's making all of his money. And his comments alienated our entire fan base. We need Kyle Larson to be a popular driver in our sport. And he can't say publicly to our NASCAR fan base that winning the Chili Bowl would be bigger than winning the Daytona 500 if he wants to be popular. He can say it because he can say whatever he wants. But if he doesn't want to alienate our fan base, he has to be careful of what he says and when he says it. And I think he's had three instances where he's pissed off our fan base. If you don't care that he pissed off our fan base, then you wouldn't care. I'm spot on that he's finally matured enough to realize he has to kind of separate those two demographics and speak to one and speak to the other and quit crossing them over. He pissed off our fans about the, the about the signing the autograph thing. Why would I go sign autographs at my souvenir trailer when I make three cents on every T-shirt? And fans went, wow, dude, you're already making millions of dollars a year. What's the matter? Like, come out there to, to engage with us. Well, I can make more money when I sell my T-shirt at my dirt track. Oh, you think that didn't piss fans off? Yeah, it did. And there's a lot of other instances which we don't have to go relive. But I think this shows growth and maturity I want to see this guy be popular because he's one of the best to ever hold a steering wheel, and I think this is a good move for him. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the Daytona 500 is the biggest race you can win. In our, for it, me it, in the world, but I realize I yeah. live in North Carolina. I mean, if you grow up in Europe, probably not. You're yeah. going to be more of a road yeah. course person. But yeah. growing up here, what's one race that you're never going to miss is the Daytona 500. You're going to be at your TV watching that race because it's the Daytona 500. Um you know, I the, honestly, the Chili Bowl didn't have the popularity that it has now. Bef- 
I mean, it didn't really start getting popular, in my opinion, until five, six years ago, really. I think it's always been huge in the midget world. It you has know? been. And, and, I mean, we had guys like Billy Boat who went and ran it and went on to went run the Indy 500. I mean, there's always been a lot of storylines around guys like Stevie Reeves that ended up in NCAR after running Chili Bell Balls. right now. Yeah, Christian But it's yeah. more popular because those guys came over to the NASCAR right. side and, and are going, going back. back. We're yeah. actually – they're bringing NASCAR fans – to the to Chili that Bowl. side to watch them race yeah. because it's exciting. Yeah. And they need to realize, look, that's where, you know, you need to, like he said, you know, that's where you're, that's the big hand right there. You need to take care of it a little bit. Not that this would be, you could say, yeah, it'd be a huge win for me and it'd mean a lot to me. I've always, it's one of my childhood dreams, but is it bigger than Daytona 500? I doubt it. Like, right. I find that hard to believe. I've heard Tony Stewart say stuff similar that he cares more about dirt track race and he didn't get criticized what's your thoughts on that interesting i would need to know exactly what he said yeah to to be able to yep. comment i'm not pleading the fifth by any means yeah. Yeah. uh and this guy signs part of my paycheck so uh, i would need to know like what he said when he said it the context of it because i remember kyle's context rubbing me wrong yeah i don't i don't mind that guy appreciating that race more Heck than another no. race no. but i mean you got let's weigh it out here well you weigh it out here you know what's the what's the bigger race well the comments and you know? the way he said a lot of things was derogatory toward our sport yeah it's and, how you and i don't know if tony it. did that or not when he made his comments yeah uh, i can't even remember where i raced last weekend so i damn sure can't remember what tony stewart said to <laughs> i mean this ago. is a big race we, we i love dirt track racing it's where yeah. i came from as a fan i was a fan of lancaster speedway and chester speedway yeah. in south carolina as super dirt late models before any of this stock car crap you know so when i look at the, the context of his statements and i'm like somebody finally made him realize dude separate them and I think it's smart. There's a way to reference it. I mean, he can bring up the fact that this is he started there and he loves it and he is invested in that sport still, but without putting NASCAR down in he any way. He could say I yeah, wanted to win. Yeah. That's a you know that's it a is. good point. He like, could say I wanted to win a Chili Bowl yeah. before I wanted to win a Daytona really 500. Point. Yeah, and, and people wouldn't have gotten mad. Right, and, and it's because that's where he started. I mean, yeah. obviously that's your goal. I mean, he probably thought he had a better chance of winning the Chili Bowl there before he didn't know he's going to be in the Cup car. Exactly. But do so. you agree, Dilner? That we need him to be popular. Oh, yeah. He's the most electrifying race car driver I've seen in the last 20 and years. Do you think him taking this stance will help his branding and popularity of a few months from now when this is removed? No. And you know what? I've been very pro-Larson on this whole deal yep. until you guys just brought up the fact of the way he may have said it. You yeah. know, you have to be open to... I'm pro-Larson, too. Yeah, you yeah. have to be yeah. open to different things. I love what he said. Yeah. Thinking yeah. about it, maybe you guys are right. Maybe yeah. you should have said it a little differently. A little softer. What yeah. he does, though, where he ran Knoxville Nationals and where he oh, runs man. these other races, that is something that NASCAR, I feel like, should be capitalizing on. Yes. But in the right way. Where I found yes. myself pulling for Kyle. Yeah. At the Nationals there, like when he was racing up front there, I found yeah. myself like, you know, come on, man. I want to, you know, you know why? Because he's a NASCAR guy. Because he's one of us. He's from our yeah. side. And, and he's he, doing some, I mean, he's racing one know, night and then the next night going, I mean, I he's think a guy that connects yep. uh, that core fan that we've some, in some ways lost yep. the short track yeah. scene is in love with Kyle Larson. Yeah. yeah. And he was the first person. He was the first guy at a victory lane driver that I saw. Um, come in there and congratulate yep. Brad. Brad. He was the first driver that I saw get to victory lane too. But I found Brad myself, Lee, yeah. I found myself pulling for Kyle. You know, not I, I don't know if I would have if he wasn't on our side as much. But and I bet you more NASCAR fans watch Knoxville Nationals because they were cheering for. Well, him. that's what yes. I'm saying. Yeah, we're, like he's dragging fans with him because he's, he's going to drag fans the other way. Is that's what, what you I was were saying? Right. I thought that that's was a great. Like yeah. NASCAR, I feel like NASCAR. Casey's, this is the most brilliant thing you've said on this show. <sighs> yeah. 
because there isn't a bigger disconnection between dirt track fans and NASCAR fans to date. That there's a bigger one now than there's ever been. I mean, yeah. when we had Dave Blaney come over and we had Tony Stewart come over and we had Casey Kane come over, like we had a lot of fans migrating from dirt track to stock cars. And I think there's been a big disconnection with all the rule changes and things that the sectioning body's done. I think they've since stopped watching. And, and I think we can get a lot of those Midwest people back. And let's be honest, that's where the majority of them yep. live. We can get a lot of them back if we were doing the right things from a marketing perspective here. You're on to something. Boom. I'm proud Finally. of you right now. No, that's like, Finally. look how much smarter you get as you get older. <laughs> and you kill it. <laughs> but they're doing a great job with Eldora. Look at all the dirt guys that come back to that. I mean, a lot of people that run USAC against Chad. Yeah, that, that truck race was stacked. So, yeah. Since Winston left our sport, we haven't had a real pure connect to the grassroots. Let's not even say dirt track, but yeah. let's just say the grassroots level of our sport. Yeah. And, Brett, you hit on it right there. Since then, we have not had Since that. Since then. Well, Larson can help that. People like yeah. that. I mean, y'all know this. A lot of tracks closed. Yeah. Yeah. And that they closed because Winston left. Those dollars went away, and NASCAR stopped investing in their own deal. And, and they were taking, you know, a partner's money to keep this weekly racing series so big. I mean, that's where Ward Burton came from. Jeff Burton. You know, the Saddlers, the Grissoms. I mean, that's where all those names were coming from is those small town, small tracks. And – Maybe some of that needs to be. I mean, well, and Harvick said that a few months ago. Yeah, that's where the disconnect comes because the local guy can't is going to be good at local tracks. His track only now. He's not going to get a chance to move up. Probably not. We don't go to enough small tracks for him to get a shot at it. We don't go back and run. South Boston. You know, who's really good at South Boston right now, late miles? Uh, you know? uh, Peyton Sellers, okay. maybe. You know. So, Peyton Sellers, if we run the truck, if we run a truck race at South Boston, do you think Peyton Sellers is in a truck? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. We don't, that's the connect right there. He go, he runs good there. Guess where he gets another race? Oh, he's going to get a race at, you know, oh, he's going to run, he's going to run uh, Myrtle Beach, too. Oh, yeah, cool. He's not going to go run Michigan. Yeah, guess what? Oh, he's going to yeah. run Richmond. Okay, now guess what? He's going to run Dover. Yeah, you know, so this gives him, that's where the, there's a disconnect is. there, and there's also a disconnect with the Winston thing, because when you sat in the stands at, like me growing up at Islip Speedway in New York, when I sat in the stands, Casey, and, and you know, I saw Winston Racing Series, there was a connect to the Winston, Winston Cup. Cup Series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, sure. so So the drivers that raced in the Winston Racing Series felt like they were a part of NASCAR. Yeah. And they were. Yes. They were. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Great point, Casey. Back <sighs> on your good run. list. I went from your <laughs> list to your good list. Until you said yeah, what happens when you get older. The, I mean, yeah. still on my list. list. She list. She list. She list. Yeah, yep, she list. still there. <laughs> well, this is a shit show. <laughs> this is it's a shit show. Shit show. I listen to your guys' show. I don't know the terms. S H I S H O W. Shit show. Shit show. You are a show. That's not. That's We got to beep that one. Congratulations. Good job, Casey. Congratulations on getting your first beat. She gets a little testy that's in your, her old age and gets the language. You know, that's your gets first a little beep. Testy. What the heck? Like, seriously, why are you on this side? On. That's your first beep. Take a deep breath, Grandma. Wow. Is that her first beep? I no, think it's that's not. Your, are you sure? It's yeah. second. I've wow. before. You're getting angry, too. <laughs> Crabby. We need Botox yeah. hormones. get my wrinkles. <laughs> She's getting very close to the change. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Spot on, spot off. How much does Brett sucks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made me laugh when you said that. Oh, oh, now it's hot in here. Oh, that was funny. He's all red. That was funny. That was um, spot on, spot off. Silly season heats up over the last week. <laughs> spot on. Yeah, it's this, that time of the year. Man, 
it's really late. You know, typically in May, June is when we see all the rumors start flying and all the pieces start falling. And I'm a huge sports fan. And this is our version of free agency. And most people have free agency in their off season. That's when they yeah. make their trades they and they do their deals. Start time. Yeah, we we kind of have free agency whenever you know you announce that Lowe's is leaving the sport. You announce that uh, you know Kenseth is coming back. Like there's been some things happen, but it's been really quiet. And now we have Ryan Priest rumored to a Cup car, Kurt Busch rumored to leave Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, a lot of other big ones that haven't come out yet, and, and there's a really, really big one that could come down the pipeline Please in the share. next month. Yeah, Don't know enough about it yet, but if it happens and it plays out, like it's a, it's an earth-shattering move, mover. Are you talking about a big three? A big three. Uh, a big uh, three. Like uh, we're talking, there is an opportunity to see a lot of things happening. And, I mean, as mm-hmm. a fan, I've been sitting here waiting going, man. Maybe nothing's going to happen this year. And then all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden. In the last week and a week and a couple weeks has taken off. Yeah. I mean, we hinted two weeks ago on the show, Dale Jr., I ran into him in the lobby and he was saying, you know, I gave TJ some silly season news and he said he had something. He wouldn't give me any back. Like, that's how it works in our sport. It's silly, right? We all start hearing these rumors, but spot on for the fact that we're finally in our free agency period. And I think announcements start happening as early as this week that open a lot of doors across all three series to really get the ball moving. Give us some car numbers, just numbers. I'm not, sure? I'm, I'm, I'm not, what you, the heck? You know more than I know. Seriously? No, I don't. You give me some car numbers. You can't just like say, oh, Any of them F7s in them? I gave you some names. <laughs> Any, are they F7s in them, any of them? I'll ask TJ this question directly. <laughs> do you think Ryan Priest ends up in a full-time cup car next I do. Year? So do I. What cup car? I'm not telling you. But just, take a, just think give about you, it. He'll give you one guess. Give you one guess. He'll give you one guess. I'll give you a team. Just pick the team. You don't even have to pick Gibbs? the car. No. You're out. You're, <laughs> You're out. Yeah. You're well, I mean, that was there's my no first place to go. Did you even think well, about no, that? Well, no, but there's rumors that, like, it's certain okay. games people might be going Which somewhere. guy is going to be out if it's, they go? You know what I mean? It's okay. You missed it, but that's okay. She she didn't remember she couldn't remember that they were all okay spot on, Gibbs spot spots are all filled up because she's old. No, no no honestly though like memory loss comes with a <laughs> as a fan don't get mad when you see a driver's leaving a manufacturer don't get mad when you see a driver's leaving a team <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. an opportunity for manufacturers to make moves it's an opportunity for owners to make moves it's an opportunity for drivers to make moves and as these things happen some guys get in better situations. Some some guys get in worse situations. Some guys are out. I mean, we saw Casey Kane, unfortunately, go from a really good situation to a not-so-great situation. That team has been rumored to go to Toyota. If that happens and Casey stays, he's in a good spot. But there's another rumor that he may end up at a totally different manufacturer next year. Somebody with a else different might team, be in that car. <laughs> with a different team right now that's kind of had multiple drivers in their cars. So there's just a lot of opportunity for, for everybody to better themselves. And, and TJ will tell you this. It sometimes really sucks, depending on what side of the stick you're on. But this is the time of the year when you look at this and you remember, this is not for fun. This is business, and people yeah. will hurt your feelings over business. And decisions. people we work with, you know, like some spotters are going to be moved around too, probably. There's and been one spotter rumored to be moved around that, quite honestly, I was very shocked about. He's won a lot of plate races. He's with a champion, and you hear the news, and you're like, nah, it's probably just a rumor. But we'll see. That's the whole thing. That's why they call it silly season in our sport. Because you hear a rumor and you're like, oh, that's silly. There's no way. And then, But these later, other guys, I mean, these are like, wow. Do if their driver moves, do they move with them? Some of these guys aren't as connected to their drivers as, as, as we are. Know, as we are. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. That's if if Logano made a move and he's not, he just signed a seven-year deal. But if he made a move, 
guess what? He's taking TJ with him. If Clint makes a move, guess what? He's taking me with him. But to TJ's point, if some of these guys move, you know, when Casey Kane left Hendrick and went to the 95 car, he didn't take his spotter. His yeah. spotter stayed at Hendrick. Casey went and got a new spotter. So if you don't have a really solid relationship as a spotter, when you hear when you hear that your driver's moving and you're not yeah. in, in, in TJ and I's shoes, you go, oh, oh. But sometimes, what like, am I going to do? I, yeah. I think Casey, like, and I think Kevin could have went with Casey. I agree. It was uh, Kevin had to make a decision there. Does he work with Casey, who he's been friends with for a while, worked for uh, outside of racing, worked for his own deal, too? Um, Kevin had to make a choice to for his family for his family to stay with Hendrick and not and not go with Casey. Um, so there's two sides of it too. But um, yeah, it's definitely that time of the year. It's fun, silly. It's silly. It's scary. Yeah, it's all of the above. And here's the thing: fans don't always realize. They go, "Oh, I'm glad this driver got fired." <laughs> Guess what? That guy's got a mom who loves him. This kids, pulling for him. probably kids. He's got a wife he's supporting. He's got kids he's supporting. He's got a couple airplane pilots, and I know you guys go, oh, tough life, airplane pilots. Those guys have families. He's got a manager. He's got yeah. a fan club manager. He's got a bus driver. All There's these, a long list of this effects. One, one driver, and let me tell you something that, that probably hasn't ever been said. That driver also has a lot of say as to who's on his team. You know, it may be two guys or it may be ten guys. And they've all got family. So when you see – and there, there's a guy on social media that I think is a complete idiot that runs a parody account. Uh, who? And he attacks guys like that. And and when he does, it's like, hey, man, that's a cup driver. He's feeding about 100 people just on his own. I'm not talking about through his team. That cup driver can be feeding anywhere from 50 to 100 people just on his own little island. Yeah. People don't realize that. Talk about yeah, it's not like football where it's like, hey, dude, you're fired. And that guy and his manager go, oh, yeah. man. Or his sucks. agent. His yeah, agent. Him and his agent know. and his yeah. direct family. But there's connections. But he might have a couple little foundations or whatever, but it's not the list that when a, when a guy moves teams here, it's it's like when Tony Jr. went to Hendrick, he brought a handful of guys. Of so that means there were guys out. And that was know? Dale Jr. Because of Dale Jr., he brought them guys. Um, yeah. I mean, it was. They're People just, don't always realize that these guys are business owners. They're independent contractors. Our drivers are not employees. They carry their own expenses. It is their own insurance. And let me tell you something. Life insurance and health insurance, when you're a race car driver, it's not cheap. There's only two companies in the world that will even consider insuring you. So people don't, man, they look at these numbers and they go, these guys make a lot of money. Yeah, they do. But they have to spend a lot of money to support the job that they have. People forget that. Anyway, sorry we got off on a tangent. Casey, do you think his feet are disgusting looking? I think you have a really big toe. I know. That's what, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've heard that before. Look how big around it is. It's cute. It's huge. The poor <laughs> lady that wants to do your toes. Oh, my gosh. I don't let anybody touch my toes. Can you? Uh, Ever. You should probably consider could it. Could you eat with your foot? <laughs> I, can, I can pinch you with my feet. I don't want that. No. Yeah, I totally Ew. Pinch Casey. What? <laughs> Hammer toes. Oh. All right, let's go. We All got right. a show to do. We got to do. We got to do. Tony, do. Tony Stewart considering running the Indy 500. Spot on, spot off, TJ. Um, I think it's a huge deal anytime Tony does something now. But, uh, you know, I'm not – I think things have changed a lot, and I'm not sure it's something that Tony needs to really get in and do. Not that I don't think he could do good, but I think a lot has changed. And, uh, you know, I kind of like – I kind of think Tony's doing his own thing now and should stay on that path. But you know, if Tony wants to run it, he carries and you know he carries enough um, fan base. I mean, it's going to be big if he runs it. 
I think he's the best all-around race car driver to ever live. Him and A.J. Foyt, in my mind, are the only two really in that conversation. I don't want to see him take this risk. I'm not going to lie to you. Like wow. So I'm, I'm spot off solely because I don't want him to take this risk. Do I think it would be cool if he went and ran it? If I didn't know the guy? Yeah. If I didn't get employed by the guy? Yeah. But I don't think it's worth the risk. I really don't. Yeah, and he's, man. I, his legacy doesn't need this. No. Does he? I don't think Does so. Does he? That's Although a question I, I guess only he knows. But I think if he, he could get to. in the car and do well. I think he could get in the car he and will. do good. But Nobody's forcing him. But Damn. I mean, after the last couple of years there, I mean, they've had some pretty good wrecks. I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, I don't know if I would want to go out there do and do you, that. Do you want Dell Jr. to go run another Daytona 500? Uh, I think he's doing well now. It, I it, don't. It make me nervous if he did. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, as a fan, I would love it. But as a guy who knows him and it's, yeah, I mean, same, same situation as Tony, like, it's not worth the risk, man. Don't mm -hmm. do it. I think Dell Jr. I think he put a. I think he left his Cup career exactly how it should have. You I know what he, I mean, though. This is the yeah, same I thing. Don't, yeah, I don't same, think same comparison. How, how though? Because Dale obviously has a noted concussion issues. I mean, Tony. Tony it, tore up his leg, did all that stuff. Indy, but so really, it's. I mean, I feel like every year there's somebody that gets hurt. That's what I'm but saying. That's a regular that, risk. Yeah. That's racing. Yeah, but that Indy you cars can't, are. You can't compare that the stock car to the Indy 500, though. No, but I'm not. But you're comparing somebody that has a, you know, known concussion history, which 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 makes his makes his risk higher. Which makes his risk higher. So does IndyCar make Tony's risk higher? In my mind, the Indy 500 exponentially does. higher. I mean, you even touch, with no yeah. injury history, like, dude, you don't wreck at Indy and it not be spectacular. Yeah. You're running you know? 227 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour. Now, if Just you came qualifying. and told me that if you told me Del Jr. was going to run a truck race at Martinsville, I'd say, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you know, okay. I think that'd be neat. But, That'd be all amazing. But that's the same thing as Tony running them, the All-Stars right now or whatever, sprint car stuff. Yes. He goes and has some fun with it. But there's just there's certain, risk. There's certain there's risks. risk. But when, not as much as Indy or as much as... There's a level that I think you get to risk-wise that I just don't think you need to take. And the Indy 500 for Tony is probably one I don't think he needs to take. I think, too, man, this, this may be just scientifically incorrect, but I think their bodies from five years old until they get out of the car, they're conditioned to wrecking. They're they're like the boxer that is used to taking the punch in the mouth and being able to hit you back. And then after taking eight, ten years off from some of those high-powered G-force impacts, I don't know that your body's in the same condition that it was in. I, there's dance moves that I could do when I was 15 that I damn sure can't do now. So <laughs> I can't imagine hitting the wall at 110 miles an hour in a sprint car versus 230 miles an hour like the impact has to be compared to a 10-year-old hitting me in the nose versus a 30-year-old hitting me in the nose. And this isn't the Tony that ran IndyCars back in the day either. This this guy is... This is a, Cheeseburger Tony. This, yeah, this is... This, this is, ain't Slim Fast Tony. Yeah, hey, you mentioned A.J. Foy, though. Hey, stop. We're talking... This, A.J. was late in his career. He wasn't a picture of physical fitness. He just got in there and got it damn done. We're yeah. double-stuff Oreo Tony now. <laughs> I think... I mean, again, I'll just reiterate it. I don't... I don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to have fun, you know Tony Stewart. Yeah. He's going to do it Tony's way. Yeah, Tony wants on to do Tony it, time and Tony's world. And if he wants to do it, there's not a person in the world that's going to stop him. Knowing him, I see him doing it. I stop Without him. a doubt, see him at some point in the next few years. If he said he wants to do it, and he gave yeah. it, he'll do it. Uh, and if he wants to do it, I Man, mean, I'm gonna, not going to listen to anybody. I'm going to watch. Yeah. Maybe Penelope. Maybe she can yeah, talk him out gosh, of it. Gosh, Penelope, please talk him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Hey, before we take a break, 
Yeah. TJ and I got to thank Fox and Kelly at Fox for doing a cool little special yesterday during the race. Yeah. Anytime we have a chance, just like this podcast, to, to really go out and showcase how cool it is to, to have our jobs. Only 40 of us on Sundays get to do this. So thanks to Kelly and Fox. Yeah, it was nice of them to do that and show our side of the sport our side a little bit which people don't really get to see a whole lot so the drivers took up for us Did you notice that that was cool i didn't see it yet yeah did. drivers took up for us oh yeah yeah i think yeah. we got pay raises overnight <laughs> sweet break time <laughs> yeah extra oreos <laughs> mega stuff can we take a break now yeah break time break tj one main financials back they're running their 2018 one main speedway sweepstakes say that fast three times uh no i can't do it the winners will be flown north carolina for the roval race Charlotte weekend. The Rebels going to be crazy, man. We tested there two weeks ago. TJ and I were blown away at, at how fast the cars go. And if you run off the track, you're hitting something, man. It's uh, <laughs> But you're not going to believe what all you're going to get. If, if I were going to come to Charlotte, I would definitely want to meet Dale Jr. and Elliot Sadler. We're going to give you that opportunity. But there's some other things, too. Yeah, there's a VIP treatment package during the cup race as well. Yeah, that's a lot of swag. I got some new swag today. Mike Davis gave me a dirty mo shirt i, I see that did you get one finally can you take my shirt casey and make it to where those little things like look like tassels in the back you know how girls do that hey like, guess what guess what yeah. you know what the best part is there's a ride along with me no, no. i'm just no. kidding actually you it's dale jr you get to ride with dale jr and if i'm a race fan i want to ride with dale jr but well, you watched him race a lot you may not want to ride with him <laughs> <laughs> so go enter go enter at one main financial omf.com backslash speedway sweeps Complete the online form. Entries will be accepted through August 24th. No purchase necessary to enter the win. Void where prohibited. Subject to official rules at onemainracing.com backslash official dash rules. You must be 21 to enter. This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. NASCAR's Truck Series kicked off a big weekend in Michigan on Saturday in grand fashion. Brett Moffitt just edged points leader Johnny Sauter across the line to pick up his fourth win of the season. Also on Saturday, the Xfinity Series had a barn burner at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Junior Motorsports driver Justin Allgaier pulled a spin-in win as he recovered from a mid-race incident, bolted on four fresh Goodyear tires with nine laps to go, and charged past Austin Sindrick to pick up his third win of 2018. On Sunday, Kevin Harvick notched Cup Series win number seven in dominant fashion in the Irish Hills of Michigan. The Bakersfield, California driver won both stages, the race, and led 108 of 200 laps. Now to the short tracks. Sam Mayer was the only JRM late model driver competing this week. The Wisconsin native rolled two top ten finishes in twin features at Virginia's South Boston Speedway. Up next in the NASCAR world is a big weekend at Bristol Motor Speedway. Wheel and Modifieds in trucks on Thursday, Xfinity on Friday, and the Cup Cars under the lights Saturday night, making a big ticket in Tennessee. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, please visit ExaltaCS.com. We are back. Let's head in the fast lane. And because of uh, everybody's feedback to Brett's lovely tweet last week, making fun of me again, um, I'm going to explain what fast lane is. I will give Brett and TJ three topics for racing and one that is random. They each have 30 seconds to respond. If you've watched the show or listened to the show, you know they don't take Obviously 30 seconds. So I've got to do a timer now? Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it by the end. I have my overall timer for the show. It's 30 seconds, so. Dang. Dingle. You got to get your dinger. Casey, please lead us. Show us the way, old leader. 
Are you ready now? Yes. Yeah. I can't hear. My hearing is a little Show down. Show me the meaning. <laughs> make hearing aids for that. Being lonely. <laughs> Brian Franz is taking an indefinite leave of absence after being arrested for a DWI last Sunday night. And Jim Franz. What's a dwee? Is now serving as interim CEO. Should Brian return as CEO? Brian. Do you know what I think happened? I think he's a hardcore DBC listener, and he took my prison resort idea way extreme, and he wanted to just try it out. I feel like a? there are a, a few other ways he could have done that. Well, but I haven't heard back from him yet as to whether or not yeah. he's going to buy into my concept. But uh, I, I think when we look at sports, we look for momentum. And I think we had a lot of momentum coming off of Chase Elliott winning. And then when you look at our sport as a train, and we're coming down this hill thanks to Chase Elliott winning, and we round the bend, and there's Cinderella standing in the middle of the track. Cinderella. You know, so. Where, where do you get this I, stuff? I, I just, I think that. that uh, he's creative. I, I think it's unfortunate, and, and I think we got to figure out a way to move on. So, no. Doesn't come back. TJ's turn. Oh, man. Should Brian France return? That's the question. You know, I think he needs to take the time to to get himself right. You know, personally, um, you always want somebody to better them get better. You don't want to see him stay on a bad – it's a bad path, obviously. Um, You want to see them get better. But I'm – you know, I'm up for change. I mean, I'm – I'm up for, uh, I don't know. Yes or no? Sure. Come back. Uh, I like change. So no. I like change. I'm going to say no, and the reason I'm going to say no is because I never see him in the garage. And I have a hard time believing that you can lead when you're absent. So if he is going to come back, which isn't my decision, then he needs to be present and he needs to show up for work and he needs to do what the rest of us do, which is put blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. And and I think when you say lead by example, uh, where are you being, dude? So if you're going to come back, come back. If you're not going to come back, you got enough money to run off into the horizon and go have fun, which if I had his money, guess what I'd probably do? Go have Sounds fun. Sounds like he's already having some fun. <laughs> I know where you'd go. I know where I you'd go be. I go to Myrtle Beach, dog. Yeah, you'd be. I'd, be, yeah. I'd hightail it out of here. You'd oh, see you'd ass be, and elbows. <laughs> you'd be like, yes. He gone. <laughs> you'd be standing beside me going, man, that boy can run. <laughs> you'd be making it rain somewhere. Gentleman's yep. Club. That's right. Masters. Sure. Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Isn't that the one that has the aquarium in it down there? <laughs> Isn't there like an aquarium underneath the floor or something? I think you've been. That's Atlantis in Bahamas, isn't it? Uh-huh. I thought the Shark Lounge. Yeah. Uh, go. <laughs> okay. I got an appointment. I got to babysit my kids like TJ does. I do. <laughs> Kevin Harvick is now at seven wins in 2018 and closing in on Jimmy Johnson's playoff era record of 10 from 2007. Will the four team get 10 wins this season? TJ. It's very, very, very possible. We are only two-thirds of the way through the season right now, and there is a lot of races left and a lot of tracks he's really good at. So they are competitive every week. There's no reason why he probably couldn't get to 10. But I really hope he doesn't. I hope we get to, like, 10. There's a dinger supposed to be present at this he, point he, in the show. That was 20 seconds. He has I a mean, lot of It doesn't matter. He finished his yeah. thought. Oh. Yeah, you ding. You're a producer. Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't do dings, dude. I'm I'm a dingerless guy. Wait, well, hold on a second. <laughs> okay, that's great for the world to know. Wow. So, uh, I, don't, so, I don't do the ding. So will the 14 get 10 <laughs> wins this season? Here's the thing. These cup cars now drive like Xfinity cars because these guys are in the gas so much in the center of the corner. They're not having to lift, slow the car down, turn the car, use a horsepower to drive 
drive it off the corner. That's when Jimmy Johnson was the greatest. Now that they drive like Xfinity cars, the three greatest guys right now, the big three, are the same three guys that were damn good in Xfinity cars. It's Martin Truex. It's Kyle Busch. It's Kevin Harvick. How many races have they won in the Xfinity series? They're all Xfinity champions. Hell yeah, this guy's going to get 10 wins this season in this package. Yep. I am by far not going to be that enthusiastic about this. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, but it's been done. I mean, he could possibly break the record for That's season win. That's a big win. deal. That's why I'm Which excited. Is, but, you know, and I feel like um, I feel like when there was 10 wins before, there was a lot more. There wasn't just three that were going to win. You know, more. Uh, there was probably six or seven that were pretty stout back then. Um, in my opinion, I think there was more competitiveness back then. Like when Jimmy won 10 races or whatever, there was – there was a handful of guys that could have won that that week. You were right. You weren't going to get excited. <laughs> no, not not like that. I got pumped up there for I, a minute. I'd be excited Clearly. if it was us winning 10 races. I mean, that'd be exciting. Go. Bristol will heat up this weekend for the annual triple header under the lights. Who wrote that? Yeah, it's a James night race. Bristol will heat up this yeah. weekend. Come on, Schultz. News 12. Sounds like an yeah. ad for Bristol. Come on, man. local. It's local. He's glad he's not here right now. These, are the, <laughs> these hey. are the night races, man. Here we go, the night race. Next on the stage, lights. Casey yeah. Haynes. Hey. <laughs> the next. Get your, get yeah. your, get your 50 cent piece ready. That was a great lead in. Now ask us the question. Your $2 <laughs> yeah. bill's ready. Where does the Cup Bristol Night Race stack up among the most prestigious events of the season? Brett. I don't think it's as high as it once was, but I do still think uh, as far as our sport goes, it's it's in the top five of, of places that cool things that you want to go do and win at. I mean, it, it's one of those places where it's really loud. There's 40 cars jam-packed on one small track. You know, when they wreck, it's usually big. Tempers flare. People throw helmets. They throw fists. It's it's still a short track, and therefore it's still good. What's changed? They they took in a venue that sold 150,000 tickets every time they opened the gate, and they changed the venue. They had the number one sought-after sporting venue in sports. Dang. In all of sports. Dang. And Dang. what did they do? They Dang. changed it. It's definitely probably around fifth, um, in my opinion, as well. It's always the night race at Bristol is always that's where the lightning happens. That's where you see the tempers come out. That's where you see the stuff, the helmets being thrown, the guys on the track throwing their anything they can get to, Hans devices, you know, anything. Um, but it's a short track. They we're racing close. Guys are going to get into one another. This is a place where things like that happen. You know, we don't really have that type of stuff when we go to these bigger places because we're going so fast. And guys aren't really going to take the risks that they would at Bristol. You're going to bump a guy at Bristol to move him a little bit. You're going to do stuff like that. It's still an awesome all-weekend event, just like Talladega, just like Michigan. It's a place where you can go camp and spend family time all weekend and see three great days of on-track operations, practices, qualifying, races, wrecking. Drivers are out and about. Like it's, it's such a cool market. I've always said if I ran the NFL, I would do a Super Bowl there, and I would bring in uh, 100,000 campers, and I would rent those campers out to the fans, and it would be the coolest sporting. It would be like the Woodstock for the NFL. I feel like their luck has kind of sucked with the weather. And I think that's taken its toll. Always Bristol, like Bristol that. has just had a, almost like a curse. Every yeah. year. I mean, I hope please don't rain this We've rained out there. You can't compare a stupid change to a curse. 
They changed the track. Well, yeah, but yeah. in general, uh, like from, a, from a ticket stupid. perspective and like selling out, it's rain here's every the, Here's year. the thing, and I know this is a separate event. I think the racetrack now is more racy than it was. Yes. But guess what the ticket buyers did when it was the other way? They bought tickets. Yeah. They were on a, like a six-year waiting list to buy a ticket. It was the second hardest ticket to get in America. Every time you opened the gate, you sold 150,000 seats. And you changed the track, and that's not the case anymore. The, and the difference was, back then, you got to a guy, you really didn't have any way around him. You weren't going to roll around him on the high side. No. You had to make him go to the high side. The only way you really did that was to get down in the corner a little bit and give him that tap. And that's where the guy was either going to be like, okay, you got me, you're fast me. Or he's going to be like, oh, that's not going to happen. And then the guy gets hung out there, and then he's trying to make his way back to the bottom, and you know he's trying to pinch guys off the corner. Now they race side by side, and honestly, they really don't make contact like and that. And the top usually prevails. Yeah, and, and you know, or the guy just might do a slide job on him a little bit. Slide and, job. Yeah, slide job. And um, <laughs> But back then, you know, it was like, okay, you had to make sure you didn't hit the guy hard enough because he's going to get back. It's like a Martinsville type thing. If you hit the guy, you better make sure you do it good enough because he can get back to you. And that's that's the cool part about the you kind of took all that away when you made it multi lane. Probably the only wimpy thing I've ever seen done there is when that guy threw his booties. He took his booties. That, off I was his, gonna say the the heel booty thing. He took his heel booties off of his shoes, which keeps Ward? the drivers from burning their feet. And they're they're looking tough, right? And they throw these heel booties at a car that are just like it's nothing. like throwing a, a styrofoam. It's like man, come on, if you're gonna throw some. <laughs> Speaking of throwing some, <laughs> you know when Tony threw his helmet, like oh yeah, two handed it. So yeah. The uh, NASCAR chasm guy took that. Oh, I saw this one. Did you it see blew it? up Derek Coach? Oh my gosh, I thought that, that was hilarious. That was, I just that that was funny. He actually has a good parody account, or not? Yeah, not whatever it is, kind of account that is. I enjoy his tweets. Yeah. So not the what you were talking about earlier. There's one good one and one bad one. The rest of them aren't very good. All right. Most of them are stupid. Anyway, go. Sorry. Yeah. Off the wall topic. Oh, this is going to be a good <laughs> off the wall topic. For it is. Jason, seriously. Do you need your reading glasses? Off the wall topic. If Brett had Can a parody, if Brett yeah. had a parody account, what would it be? Harry Big Toe, <laughs> <laughs> Big Old Toe, and Large Toe, NASCAR Big Toe. <laughs> I almost said something dirty. <laughs> oh, I mean, he did. You know what He's they dinger. say about Big Toes. He's dingerless. <laughs> they wear big socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh gosh! Two elderly men snuck out of a nursing home. You know, home. you know them. <laughs> They're my friends. Okay. Did you help them? <laughs> Two elderly men snuck out of a nursing oh, home geez. in Germany to attend a heavy metal concert. If you were to sneak out of a nursing home in your old age to see a concert for the final time, which band or performer would you go see? TJ. Wow. Um. I would have read this question before, but I got yelled at. Um, <laughs> who would I go see? I don't know. I mean, it had to be someone that, not like a one-hit wonder. It needed to be somebody that had a, you know, I, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably go to like a Kid Rock or something. He puts on a heck of a show. I've never been to a Kid Rock concert that I didn't think was awesome. I think I have to pick Bon Jovi. Oh, I thought you meant like current. Anybody. No. Oh, okay. well, well, he is current. He still has concert. We didn't say <laughs> he's like. He's not current. Bon we didn't Jovi? say the Beatles. He's not current. Bon Jovi? He does not yeah. make music anymore. Yeah. He might go redo Any his old band song. ever. And you picked Bon Jovi? I think so. Who would you pick? 
Oh, sure man. as hell wouldn't pick freaking Bon Jovi. I think I've got Bon Jovi on this one. Oh, man, some I of might. the best times I've ever had were at Bon Jovi concerts. And I've been Jeez. to a lot of concerts. All around good times. There's a lot I could pick from, man. It had to, like the Beach Boys would be bon a cool. Bon Jovi, though? Yeah. He used to work I'd on a like dock. like Van Halen with David Lee Roth or, or Ozzy Osbourne. They're not Metallica. playing. They're not playing. Metallica. Metallica's playing. Aerosmith. But you're not Aerosmith, going, one of the best live bands ever. You're not yeah. going to see them other. I've bon seen Aerosmith. Jovi. Bon Jovi's concert blows Aerosmith out of the water. Hands down. I've been to an Aerosmith concert. I thought it was pretty yeah, good. Entertainment entertainment value, Bon Jovi's way better. Then what about Aerosmith? Kid Rock? Yeah. Better Maybe than better Kid Rock? sound, but Air, uh, entertainment, entertainment over Aerosmith? Are you kidding I don't me? know. You know what? Kiss would be really hard to turn down if they True. still. I've never seen them, but I've heard. They're they're amazing. It's a good value, entertaining show. What about the elderly uh, female in the group? What would you do in your if you snuck out of your old age home tomorrow? Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> I saw Brittany, and I, she's she's the top for sure. I, t- um, I agree with that. Great, I saw great her in Vegas, amazing. Uh, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. that's a good news. I, Bart- Garth. Ah. I just don't like what he did in his career. Man, I've he went down him. for I, me. I've seen him, and the, the my favorite Garth Brooks show that I saw actually saw, saw him acoustic in Vegas, and he kind of told his life story and played his music along the way, and I I gained a lot of respect. Like just like Madonna, like I went to the Madonna show and I wasn't a fan. And I had really good seats. And Is that I, where she showed up late? No. No, no, no. Okay. She came out in her 40s, uh, very close to Casey's age. And she was Similar. She was ripped. And she was a perfectionist. And you saw her completely nail her show. Like, her work ethic, you were like, wow. I left with a lot more respect. You know, people are Madonna nuts. You know, I was a Michael Jackson nut. But I'm big on entertaining factor. You know, all the things considered, Garth not just that. the music. No. Garth's good. Oh, I but I okay, who's your second pick then? Well, my second pick is just because I am a fangirl right now because she's my Aww. favorite, Kelsey Ballerini. I like Who? her. Kelsey Ballerini. Your picks are terrible, honestly. Well, I'm old. If so. it were somebody I'd you never... Bon Jovi and you're... If it were I somebody mean, I'd that's never... That's good compared to Ballerina. If it were somebody I'd never seen Garth before. Too, I mean. And I'm, I'm basing Garth. this off of, of acts that I've seen, right? <sighs> so hey. if, if it were an act I'd never seen before, I would pick my favorite all-time rock and roll band, Guns N' Roses. Never seen them live. Damn straight. I've heard they're absolutely terrible on this tours that they're doing right now, which, once again, makes me not want to pick them over Bon Jovi. But, I mean, again, I'm a Appetite for Destruction to me, the greatest album that ever came out in 1987, one of the greatest rock albums ever. But, Casey, hey, Casey. I can't pick them because I'm breaking out of nursing home and I got to pick a good show. Hey, I don't want to gamble. We got two weeks left. What do you want to see? Garth? Yeah, let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Garth. Garth Garth Brooks. Party on, Garth. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if those two guys took a bunch of Viagra and went to see Bon Jovi, they'd be the two happiest men I in the world. I think there are a lot of listeners that would understand Garth. They yeah, no, love no, no, no. But, but break out of a nursing home to see, you don't have You're, to, just yeah. take the shuttle. Like half the crowd is probably coming from the nursing home anyway in a, in, a, in a shuttle. You know, if they're in a nursing home, they probably don't want to hear any more country songs, sad music stuff. They're going to want to rock out. Yeah, amen. Anything else you have to say about anything about Slayer. me today? Slayer? Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to end Not the topic me. right now. We had a, I had a, there was this kid in my school that ding, was a ding. huge Slay- yeah. Slayer fan. Wore black shoes, black socks, Ugh. black shirt, black Slayer shirt. L.A. Guns, yeah, yeah, they were good. Bullet yeah. Boys, yeah, Iron Maiden. There's a bunch of good bands. I never saw any of those Smooth guys. What about the Beastie Boys? <laughs> 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 
I know you really want to move me. Okay. Like, you know I'd like, like to that see was, you try. That was a great <laughs> rock era. Heck yeah, dude. But Bon Jovi still puts on better oh, shows than guys. You just mention all those people, and then you're, you're it's just like being like, oh, man, A.G. Foyt, yeah. you know, like, like Tony Stewart, and Joey Gase. Now nah, you're crazy. I mean, seriously. Yeah, right, right. Okay, no, Bon Jovi you're, respect, but seriously. You're crazy. You're crazy. Bon Jovi? I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I Who like Who do you bon want to go have a beer with? You want to bon go, Jovi. You want to go have a beer with... I've had a beer with Bon Jovi. Well, that's cool, man. Good it was you. cool. So sure it wasn't a sangria? No, nah, you were. It actually was no, red wine. What are you picking? <laughs> <laughs> He's a rocker who drinks red wine. But, I, man, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Richie he jumps Sambora. up and down, and he does this really cool thing where he looks like he can't dance, but he's still Bon Jovi. And you're like, his tight little jeans. And everybody's like, Can we make this rocking. a gift? Yeah. <laughs> Rocket. All right. Ask CBC. Poison. Poison's a good show <laughs> when, they're, when they're not on. Def Leppard, a bunch of stuff. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I love music. Clearly. I uh, even like Kelsey Ballerina. Ballerini. Her. Who the heck is Casey? Yeah. Kelsey. What does she sing? I, asked her, I want her to perform at my What wedding. does she sing? Um, Can you sing? Heartbreak. Well, what does that go like? I don't know it. Um, Can you sing you it? I can't sing. She's cute. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that again. She's very cute. <laughs> She's cute. She started to do it. Then she quit. She's like, hmm. Yeah, come um, on. Like, we need to right. know the tone. Producer Jason selected a few questions from Ask TVC on Twitter. Wait. Um, Dick Can't wait for these. Racing asks, Ty Dillon hit a piece of debris on the track that ruined his day. Can spotters see something like that, let alone call it out in time for a driver to react? I mean, we're not going to see that on the back stretch. We're so far away. Um, I don't think... So the four car called in some debris, which I don't think was this, because this was in basically in the groove. The pace car would have saw this. I think he might have saw. I think the four might have seen something in the area, and it might have been like the battery box cover or something like that. Might have been laying down low, and, and then the next lap, the battery actually came out of the car. If it was a battery, that's what I'm guessing. Because this thing, there's no way. We run two laps on that track with that thing sitting there. You know, the drivers would see that and know to miss it. How do so. we know not know it's a battery yet? Yeah, do we know what it is? No. I don't there had know. to have been pieces and be reported somehow, man. Yeah, I heard lead. I heard battery. I don't think it, it looked was like lead. Battery. I don't. The reason I don't think it was lead is because it it looked like it shattered, and a battery to me would probably shatter. We can see debris like this. If it's right under the spotter stand. Yeah. Front stretch. Now, I'm talking about a green flag run. Under a green flag run, we're not looking for debris. We're looking to aid our driver. And if something happens uh, and it's under us and we see debris go flying around, we see it. But NASCAR employs corner workers. And those guys' job is to constantly check the racing surface to make sure it's clean and clear for safety reasons. Obviously, this happened so fast, the corner worker didn't have a chance to call it in. And if a driver sees it, they'll call it in. Clint said he had just gone by it and thought it was about a 10-inch big round piece of lead. But he's going 207 miles an hour when he went by it. So it's hard for them to even identify it. But whatever it was, was obviously catastrophic. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I, my personal opinion, I don't think it was a block of lead. But um, when NASCAR figures out who this came out of, They'll be fined because this is negligence. This is stupidity. Batteries don't fall out of cars. Or lead. If they, if batteries and lead fell out of cars every week, you know, it would be it would be obviously common. This is uncommon because somebody made a stupid mistake. You suck at your job and you about injured somebody. So they'll they'll bust somebody's butt for this if they figure out where it came from. 
Will they? I mean, the lead they could, right? The battery they might not be able to. Well, they, I mean, not if they saw somebody come in after the fact and they couldn't get their car started. Well, oh, somebody yeah. actually, actually, a car actually exited the race not long after that. Pop the hood. And was because of the, they actually said it was because of the battery issues. It was kind of their, their way of saying, hey, we were the stupid ones. Got come it. and check on us. Got it. Mrs. Thomas 99 asks, seeing Keelan and Kevin do their victory celebration has me thinking, what do your kids think of your job and have they ever got to experience it? Um, I don't, we, you really can't experience our job during it. They, um, you know, I, I think I've at the all-star race, maybe once I had, I had my daughter there and she came up to the roof before the race or whatever, when they're doing some other things on the track and, um, but then they went. They weren't there for the race, obviously. But I don't really know if you can experience our job other than, you know, say hi or whatever, and you know, because you're kind of, kind of busy. Yeah. I, I, my kids have been very fortunate because of Elliot and and Amanda and their families. You know, when I'm on the roof working all day, Elliot takes my children to driver intros. He takes them out to the car before the race. They get their picture made with him before the race by their car. During the race, they're able to watch from his motor home. And Elliot's the kind of guy that he'll purchase with his own money a spot at Charlotte and pay a lot of money to be parked outside of the track, outside of turn two, so that my kids and his kids can watch the race. Because, uh, I mean, TJ will tell you, from a pit box, you can't see a lot. Nah. The kids aren't really allowed down there anyway. But Elliot will spend his money to afford his kids and my kids the opportunity to be able to see it. So I, I can't really say that I've ever been able to do a lot to help them experience it. Other than be employed here and have to have the ability to get them a pass, uh, it's guys like Elliot that can really take them and give them the experience and make them fall in love with racing. And again, he's giving them things that you can't buy. He's giving them experiences that uh, are special to Jovi. Absolutely loves it. Bodie loves it. Keely just has fun no matter where she's at. Uh, but I think later they're going to look back and they're going to be like, "Man, my dad had a cool job for a while. It was cool. We got to go do all those things, and it's because of Elliot." Yeah, and I, I mean. Dell Jr. brought Madeline out to introduce him at Charlotte a couple of years ago. And uh, just experiences like that, you know, you know, I will say, I don't think our minor, they're in, she's into it a little bit, but not like, um, you know, I'm kind of glad, but, you know, they're, they like to go, but not, these races are long sometimes for kids too. I think when she gets a little older, she might be more interested, but it's, it's a lot to ask a kid to go and sit through sometimes, unless you're, you know, if you're at the motorhome, whatever, they can go in and out. That makes it easier. Yeah. E. Brill WX asks. Oh, man, I know him. You do? Yeah. Eric Brill, man. He's a Long Islander. He does weather in like some, like South Dakota or something. Oh, that's something. what the WX stands for. Yeah, weather. man. Oh. E. Brill WX. He's a big race fan and big old weatherman. Thank What's you up, for player? submitting a question. What is an underrated hmm. city or state within the U.S. that enjoys NASCAR more than most people would believe or think? I got to go Ohio. I feel like fans from Ohio drive to Kentucky. I feel like they drive to Michigan. I feel like they drive to Bristol. And I feel like Ohioans love to vacation in Myrtle Beach. So if you're listening <laughs> and you're from Ohio, I love you. You would. What about you, TJ? Um, you know, I don't know. I think um, TJ missed the list last week. Yeah. Our, our number one listener base, fan base, guess what state they come from? Ohio. Oh, yeah. South Carolina. Guess where the number three most listened state is? Never get it. Utah. California. Wow. Somebody actually tweeted you I about Miami. Where is that? That's not a state. Miami's, like Miami's Florida. in Florida. Florida. I'm at Florida. Uh, Casey, Miami's in Florida. I think. Uh, where I'm from. <laughs> honestly, I think 
I, I think California. I think I California you. could be my answer to really? this. Really, I think California needs a Bristol. I think California needs a short track out there, and I think they Irwin. they got they, Irwin, don't? they love their race. I mean, like a, a track we would go and take the Cup cars too, and yeah. and, and both show, I hear you. you know Xfinity cars, trucks, and all that. And Irwindale to me would be fine for that, but. I feel like we. Um, I feel like if we had something like that and we could get this, get our series there, I think we would fill it. I think Wisconsin. I know y'all. I'm not uh, in on this, but I heard and I couldn't yeah. help it. Like when we used to go to the Milwaukee Mile, the fans are just insane there. When we go to Road America for the Xfinity Series, they just show up in droves, and those Wisconsin fans are hardcore yeah. race fans. Look at Green Bay; it's the smallest NFL market in the country, and it's the most loyal fan base. Yes, most hardcore. I, I, you can't argue what you just yeah. said there. To TJ's point, I feel like a short track and a short race in California would do wonders because yeah. that is a state that loves high energy and a big show. They love a big mm-hmm. show, and if you did a yeah. short track, short race, I'm not talking about a 500 lapper. I think it would be a huge hit there. I think yeah, there's a great the idea. good news is I think like none of us got this wrong. I think all these states are awesome. And I, I think that, but I mean, it's obvious that North Carolina, the number one TV market every single week for NAS- NASCAR is in Greensboro. So we all know North Carolina, South, we all know the South loves our sport, but I, I think the states we just named are, I've and been this, a road American, man. Like it's awesome. important. This is important though, too, because, okay. So you're a big hockey guy. Yeah. Okay. Where was the, where was the most people that watched the Stanley Cup finals at? Uh, it was probably in uh, Toronto or Montreal. Buffalo. Oh, it was a Buffalo. Oh, okay. yeah. as far as American market? Yeah. It was like that. That okay. was the biggest amount of people where they were at that tuned yeah. in for the Stanley Cup finals. But it's a huge hockey area. Yeah. Even though they're not very good, but that's a huge hockey area. If we need to um, – I'll tell you one of my favorite uh, New Year's game. What, the, what, what do they call it? The, um, the Winter Classic? Yes. The first one, I think, was played in Buffalo, and it snowed. Um, I thought it was awesome. So, but like going to a short track race in Wisconsin, those people love short track oh racing. God. Like they're, and I don't know if they're incredible. A lot of these listeners might not know, but like super late mile in that area huh. is a huge deal. That's Matt. People Kenson, camp out. Johnny those Benson. Those guys all came from the Midwest and you know, that area Majeski now from that area. Um, but you know, I, I really think this also kind of comes back to more short tracks, stuff like that. You know, a Bristol in California, that'd be, in my opinion, it would be unreal. You know, they could. If there it. was a way to 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 get Irwindale to be able to house an Xfinity Series and Truck Series race, and then combine what you said, do yeah. it under the lights at night, I don't make think, it a show. That yeah, racetrack is incredible. It is an incredible racetrack, but I don't think it has. We need we need something. To me, it's very IRP ish. Without we with need the something. Of, we need something. I mean, we need a stadium type deal there. Okay. We need something. It's like a short track LA Coliseum style. Honestly, let's just take the old Bristol and put it out there. Let's take the LA Coliseum and build a Bowman Gray in the let's middle. The col- How about, yeah, bring the NASCAR race to the Coliseum there. Let's do it. <laughs> do it. I'm in. How about we do it in the Staples Center? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, we just need that state. We need a stadium. Yeah. We, need a, we need the old Bristol type track. Fast one around the bottom is going to win. If you're in the way, you're getting moved. And you, if you want to fight, fight. I want to go to San Diego. And that uh, really hits like the L.A. market. Yeah. You know, nothing That's against, what I'm saying. Nothing against Auto Club Speedway because now it's one of the best tracks we go to. It is. Like, bottom line. It's top, top two. Top, top two easily. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's a little further away from the L.A. market. And, man, you hit and a, I, you the know, nail on the head there. I, I'm... I don't know what the numbers are for, for the viewers for NASCAR, whether most are East Coast. I'm sure most are North Carolina, South Carolina. But then, you know, uh, let's give them a night race out there. 
you yeah, know? the thing is, if you take it to the people, man, I mean, there's, I mean, y'all know this. They're, they're, that's a large city. A small fraction of that large city, city is going to be more people than, than even live in South Carolina. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, I LA's think. probably the size of 10 South Carolinas. Just L.A. Yeah. Population. Um. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a, a good area to do that. Night, let's give them a night race. Seven o'clock Saturday night race. Could be cool. DBC picks. No, no more ranting. You guys have done nope. enough today. Yeah, talked enough. I got a DBC babysit. picks. I got Stenhouse. I got uh, Byron. All right. That could be a uh, TJ has a chance this week with William Byron. I, at, I, at I a, think it's a place Bristol. Byron can run well. I wanted Byron last week, but I, you here's know. what's wrong with Ricky going into this is the pressure. Like, like that team has a lot of pressure on them, and and it's can they take the pressure? This is his best non-plate racetrack by far, yeah. but that pressure, the weight of the world is on him because this is it, put up or shut up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Bristol is a place that'll bite you too, yeah. so he's got to be careful. TJ, you're off to Texas. I'm off to Texas. Two, two days of testing. Two day test. Two day of test. A Goodyear test. Or an open yeah, test? No, it's four cars. Four cars. Yeah. So don't you love Bristol. going down there for testing? Yeah. Can't wait. Good food. Best food. Which, Good where food. are you going? I don't know. Hard eight barbecue. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that'd be tough. Well, yeah. the Mexican it's restaurant that's there. No, you don't eat Mexican in Texas. There, you eat. You eat. In the re- it's in the track. You go to no, hard eight. Dude, you go to not, hard. That's like eating Taco <laughs> Bell. You know, that's like. <laughs> she just say that. Yes. What? I like that place. It's okay, but you that means- are unreal today. Okay, sorry. I still love you, even though you got more. You gotta go to the. Week. You gotta go to the bar like the hard eight stuff. Yeah. You gotta well, go to the and trophy Good club. Lord. But if you're stuck at the track all day, that I mean, that's convenient. No, it is. Yeah, babes by the racetrack. Been to oh, Babes? I haven't been there. It's babes unlimited chicken. fried yeah. chicken. They just keep bringing Family the fried style. chicken. Oh, there's an In-N-Out across the street too now. Guess what? Oh. Is there? Yeah. Sorry, I'm stuck at the track all day. Chick-fil-A. I usually eat that. Chicken biscuit hey, breakfast. Bucky's across from the racetrack. The, it's like it's a the coolest Walmart. gas station in America. <laughs> it's not. A it gas. is pretty cool. It's a. It's you like can a, buy a freaking grill at a gas station and t-shirts and anything you want and an Arctic cooler hey, or a Yeti cooler. How about y'all go to Bucky's this week? The two of you. I'm not going to. Taste. I'm not, I'm not the producer. Oh wait, you're not. No. Okay. Never mind. I was gonna say. TJ, bring they might back, even have Botox. Bring back the coolest thing you I'm can. I'm clearly from going to make an appointment after this show. <laughs> Bless. I'll be in Bristol Bless. though. I'm excited about that. As long as it doesn't rain. I'll All be right. in Bristol on Thursday. Modifieds, man. I will you, be you, too. You mentioned something about it being a triple header. It's a quadruple header. Because we got modifieds and trucks on Thursday, Xfinity on Friday, Cup on Saturday. It's a Please lot of it's a lot of spotting. It's long days. It's awesome. It's fun. All right. Thank we you. We out till next week. Thank you, one main Exalta. Have a good week. Paula. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.